1: And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Petco Park out in San Diego, the Marlins were wrapping up a road trip, and they were trying to wrap it up with at least a victory. They were hoping to avoid being swept by the San Diego Padres, and it's always pretty darn good when you can send your ace to the mound when you're uh, seeking out that venture. So Sandy Alcantara took the ball for the Marlins. Ryan Weathers, the rookie left-hander, got it for the Padres. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner.
2: Back at our Lone Depot Park Studios after the Marlins take down the Padres this afternoon. 7-0, the final score in San Diego. The Marlins a much-needed victory to close out this series and wrap up the road trip after losing the first five in a row against the Rockies and these Padres. Last night, they got out to a quick 3-0 lead in the top of the first. Couldn't make it stand up. Today, they went back to that very same plan, scoring three times in the first against Ryan Weathers. Miguel Rojas led off with a five-pitch walk. He took second. On a good base running play, on a ball and the dirt, didn't get far from the catcher, Nola, but a good secondary lead and a quick break by Rojas. He made it down to second without the throw even being made by the catcher. So a wild pitch had Rojas at second. Nobody out top of the first inning for the second baseman, Isan Diaz. 2-2 pitch to Isan. is ripped on a line by the first baseman. Base hit, going to roll to the wall in right field. Miggy can walk home. And into second base, San Diaz with an RBI double. Two batters in. It's one nothing Miami. And the Marlins were not done against Ryan Weathers in the first. Weathers at twenty one, the youngest pitcher in Major League Baseball here in the two thousand twenty one season. He struck out Jorge Alfaro for the first out of the day, but with Diaz at second, up stepped the hottest hitter in the hemisphere, Lewis Prinson. It'll be an 0 1 to Brinson. He's had a great series, great road trip. Brinson drives one deep to left center field. Back goes O'Grady, and it's a home run for Lewis Brinson. He just did get it out. It's a home run, and a 3 0 Marlins lead. There was a little bit of hesitation by Brinson as he got to second base. He actually put on the brakes for a split second because the ball hit the very top of the padded outfield wall and started bouncing around. There was a little bit of a question there, but it was indeed a two-run homer, and for the second game in a row, a three-run first for the Marlins. And while that three-run first didn't lead to a victory last night, it would here today because Sandy Alcantara was terrific. Alcantara looking to bounce back from that very rough start in the first game of this road trip in Denver on Friday when he was tagged for 10 runs on 10 hits in just three and two-thirds innings. Tonight, a scoreless first inning for Sandy, And he was on his way with that 3-0 lead. Marlins added on in the second with one out of nobody on. Up stepped the rookie right fielder, Brian De La Cruz. Beat McClanahan. De La Cruz drives one a long way to left. Going back out of O'Grady at the wall. Goodbye. It's the first major league home run for Brian De La Cruz. And it's 4-0 Marlins. And the Marlins would add on in the third inning. Continuing to play some long ball. Two outs, nobody on. For that guy, Lewis Brinson, yet again. The game has changed. Teams don't run as much as they did 20 plus years ago. As Brinson drives one a long way to center, way back and gone. Lewis Brinson with his second of the day. It's the Marlins' third long ball of the afternoon, and they jump out 5 0 now in inning number three. Well, it would stay 5 0 for a while as Acontra was hanging zeros in the bottom half of the innings. And while the Marlins finally went down 1-2-3 for the first time in the fourth inning, and Weathers retired the first two men in the fifth, Jorge Alfaro doubled ending weather's afternoon after four and two-thirds. Some stormy weathers here today. Reese Kinnear came out of the bullpen with a man at second, two outs in the fifth. He walked Lewis Brinson. Not a bad idea the way he's been going lately. And with two men on and two men out, up to step Brian Anderson. pitch, and Andy shoots one back up the middle, a base hit into center field. Alfaro waved it third, coming home, and the Marlins extend the lead to 6-0. So back-to-back hits for Anderson in the third and now fifth innings. He'd been just 3-for-16 on the road trip coming in today, but he goes 2-for-4 in this one, two singles, an RBI, and a walk as well. At that point, you could close the book on Ryan Weathers, Four and two thirds innings, seven hits, six runs, all learned. He walked one, struck out seven, gave up three homers, 84 pitches, 52 strikes. Kinnear pitched around, hitting a, or a hit by pitch rather, and a walk in the sixth inning. Worked around a walk in the seventh as the game stayed, six nothing Marlins. Meanwhile, Sandy made it all the way through inning number seven with a four hit shutout, walked two, struck out. A total of seven here this afternoon. Hit a batter for Alcantara, 104 pitches, 65 strikes. So for the second time in his last three outings, Sandy's seven scoreless innings. He did it August 1st at home against the Yankees. Seven innings of two-hit shutout ball with a walk and 10Ks in that game. Then he had that terrible start at altitude in Denver five days ago, but comes back with seven scoreless here today. And the Marlins were in complete command when he handed this game over to the bullpen. Anthony Bender. Would come on to pitch the bottom of the eighth, but not before the Marlins added to their lead in the top of the eighth against Daniel Hudson, making his Padres debut, acquired in a deadline deal with the Washington Nationals. Joe Panic singled, went to third base, and Brian De La Cruz double. De La Cruz went two for four in this game, double homer and a walk. Second and third with nobody out in that eighth inning. Pinch hitter Devin Morero then walked, loading the bases, and on a 3 2 pitch, Miguel Rojas took ball four. His free pass forced in a run. Panic scored to make it 7-0 Miami, and 7-0 is how this one would end here this afternoon. Anthony Bender with a 1-2-3 bottom of the eighth, including a strikeout. Then in the ninth, Dylan Floro came on. Eric Hosmer made a bid to break up the shutout, sending a fly ball to the wall and left that Jorge Alfaro tracked down for out number one. Floro then recorded a strikeout of Austin Nola. So with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, looking to end the ball game, looking to end the five-game losing streak, As we end the road trip, Dylan Floro pitched to Will Myers. Floro trying to close out the ninth in order. Myers lifts a high drive left center, but room. Alfaro's got it, and the Marlins win a combined four-hit shutout. Sandy Alcantara, Anthony Bender, and Dylan Floro. And uh, bottom line, not great on this road trip, but the Marlins end the trip with a victory, 7-0, over a very good San Diego Padres ball club. The shutout for the Marlins staff here today, number seven on the season. Just the second since May 20th. Last shutout came nearly a full month ago. Game two of a doubleheader, July 16th in Philadelphia. That was the first day coming out of the All Star break when the Marlins and the Phillies split a pair at Citizens Bank Park. Tonight, Alcantara, Bender, and Floral combined on the four hit shutout. Sandy, seven innings, four hits, no runs, two walks, seven Ks. Bender, a one, two, three eighth inning. Floro, a perfect ninth. And the Marlins beat the Padres 7-0. For Miami, 7 runs, 12 hits, no errors, 10 left. For the Padres, no runs, 4 hits, no errors. They stranded 6. Uh, Contra 7-10 with the win. Ryan Weathers 4-5 with the loss. The time of the game, 3 hours, 7 minutes. For the Marlins, the end of the 5-game slide, is their 4th win in the last 14 games. They improved to 48-67 on the season. 21-41 on the road at the end of this 1-5 and five road trip. As for the Padres, they were trying to get to 18 games over 500 for the first time since the final day of the 2010 season. But they take loss today, instead falling to 66 and 50. They They'd won four in a row coming in. They finished their homestand 4 and 2, back-to-back series wins for them. They took two out of three from the D-backs, then two out of three from the Marlins, playing the last-place team in the National League West and the last-place team in the National League East on this homestand at Petco Park. Now they hit the road. And the Padres will go to Arizona for four games beginning tomorrow, then on to Coors Field in Denver for three. So a seven-game road trip against the fifth-place and fourth-place teams in the National League West. As for the Marlins, we mentioned they come home, day off tomorrow. They've got a six-game homestand Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Cubs at Lone Depot Park. Then next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the Braves come to town as uh, the Marlins look to enjoy some home cooking and start stringing some victories together. The big night at the plate belonged to Lewis Brinson. He at home runs his first two times up, added a single in his last at-bat. So Brinson today goes three for four, two homers, three RBIs, and a walk. Brinson now sits safely nine of his last ten games, batting four thirty-two in that stretch. The three-hit game today, the seventh of his career, his third of this season, second on the road trip. As for the Brinson trip, the final numbers, 11 hits and 21 at-bats. Two doubles, three homers, and nine runs batted in. It was not a good road trip overall for the Marlins. It was a great road trip for Lewis Brinson, who led the way offensively in this seven-nothing victory. Brian Anderson had two hits and a walk, finished two for four with an RBI. Brian De La Cruz had his first Major League home run in the second inning, finished two for four, double a homer and a walk. He was on base three times. Miguel Rojas walked twice, drove in a run, and scored a run in this game. A 2 at afternoon for Isan Diaz, a single, a double, an RBI, and a run scored in his five at-bats. Roy Alfaro doubled and scored a run here today. A lot of contributors for the Marlins up and down the lineup. Joe Panic was on base three times. Had a hit a walk, was hit by a pitch, scored a run as the Marlins behind Alcantara, Bender, and Floro on the mound shut out the Padres, 7-0 at Petco Park. Marlins pitchers recorded eight strikeouts in the ball game today. Actually, I think it might have recorded nine strikeouts. Let me go back and double check that because there's money at stake. Yes, nine strikeouts. That means a donation of $225 to Otter Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. For every strikeout Marlins pitchers record this season, the Marlins Foundation donates $25 to the Drive Pink Initiative. We're up to 970 Ks on the season now recorded by Miami Hurlers. That means $24,250 to Otter Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Marlins fly home for the day off. Got the Cubs in for three games this weekend, 7-10 Friday, 6-10 Saturday, 1-10 Sunday. Tickets available at Marlins.com slash tickets. Jesus Luzardo will make his third Marlins start, his second at home Friday night. Marlins have not yet named a starter for Saturday. Right-hander Zach Thompson will pitch the Sunday finale against the Cubs.
1: A convincing win for the Marlins over the Padres yesterday afternoon out at Petco Park. With the victory, the Marlins improved to 48-67. and 67. The Padres fall back to 66-50, and 50, the 50th loss of the season for the San Diego Padres. Marlins skunk them at Petco Park yesterday afternoon. Let's check in with the acting manager, James and afterwards.
3: Yeah, Hey, James. Uh, we, um, we talked about yesterday with the way the starting pitching was going throughout this road trip. Sandy, the go seven, shout out for you guys, especially after his first start in Colorado. How big of a bounce back was that for him and to help keep you guys in this game?
0: Man, that, that was huge, man. I mean, that 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 really keeps you in the game. It keeps your offense going. It keeps everything going, man. What a credit to Sandy for bouncing back from that, you know, the start in, in Colorado. Came in today and, I mean, had everything working. Um, was, was the ace that you expect out there, man. I mean, that was ace stuff out there. He was dominant, stayed strong throughout the game. You know, can't say a good, enough good things about the way he, he bounced back today and really kind of gave us a, a good shot in the arm, man. It was
3: awesome. And we've talked about him basically all week now, but Lewis Brinson, two more home runs, three hits, reached space every time. Just, again, just seeing that continued success from him and just what he's bringing to the club over this last month now, really.
0: Man, you, you know, you can't say enough about it. I mean, I mean, Lou, Lou is, you're so happy for the person, the player, and, and what he's doing to help the team. I mean, so all those things combined is a big deal where Lou is right now, man, really excited for him, he's able to repeat his swing. I mean, and you just see the confidence I mean, and, and hitting is about confidence. I mean, the more you start to go out there every day, you see the work you put in, it starts to play out on the field, you see it working in the games you just keep gaining that confidence. And, and it's great to see it. I mean, he's out there, he deserves what he's doing. He deserves all the credit for, for for everything that he's doing out there. He's put the work in. It's nice to see it, you know, be successful on the field, man. Just happy for the, happy for the player. Christina.
3: James, I'm just curious, because it seems almost like with the state of major league baseball, if the guy doesn't produce, you know, they're highly touted, you know, early in their career, it's almost like, People panic or this and that. Just what do you see? Like you know, especially a guy like you know, Lewis uh, has to have worked. You know, has to get to this point and hasn't gotten that immediate success.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, that's you, a great point. Um, I've I've been blessed to be in this in in this industry long enough to know that you don't know when it's going to click. Um, you look at the player, you look at their work ethic, you look how they get after it. There's a lot of things you have to measure. Um, how guys deal with failure, how they're able to be persistent and come back. I mean, this game is a tough game and you're judged very early for, for short sample sizes of of work. And, you know, it it happens to a lot of players and obviously it happened to Lou, but you know, it's a credit to him. Like I said, the, the player has, has kind of battled through it all. He's been resilient through it all. He's never quit on himself. He's never quit on his ability. He believes in himself. He keeps working. Um, And then all of a sudden you get success from that player. And that's why I say, the player deserves it all because they go through. So it's such a tough battle to get there and and to be successful in this league. And, and you have to keep going, you know, he's, he's in a great spot right now, but like I said, his confidence is building. He's going to continue to go because the league will try to make adjustments. And then you have to make adjustments again. It's a, it's a never ending battle, but there's nothing like once you get to that hump that, you know, you can do it at this level. And you have the confidence to know you can succeed. And I think he's at that point. He believes in himself. He believes in his work ethic and um. You never know what's going to click, but it's nice to see it click for this player right now, for for everything he's done and all the work he's put in. Craig Menavini, thank you, uh, James. Talking about the, you mentioned Lewis, but it's nice when things are going your way. It seems like you get a break where in the past you don't get a break. I mean, it hit the line on the on the bullet the other, the other night, and then today he gets a bounce off the crack of the wall that you know 99 times comes back the other way. A- absolutely. You know, you, you need some of that, you know, Craig, you need the ball to, to bounce your way sometimes. And it's, it's nice when you're going good, it seems like it bounces your way all the time. And when you're not, it seems like it never bounces your way, you know, you miss, but that's, that's the game we play. Um, That's the game. That's, I always tell the players, I mean, this is the life they chose, like, you know, so sometimes <laughs> it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't, I guess you have to get used to that, but you know, persistence is the key, right? Like to stay, stay at it, safe, stay, stay persistent. Don't let the small failures along the way don't turn them into big failures you know we have to turn the page really quickly um this is a tough game and that's why it's so important to have a positive environment and stay positive and and, and keep pushing because it's a game of negativity and if you allow the negativity to to kind of creep in there you know it's it tends to stay but if you can stay positive and just keep punching and keep fighting and keep getting to that next day you know you know you're going to be better on the other end and that goes for you know for Lou and and for every player for that matter well, we've talked to you after these games and you've been able to do that. It's not easy during a losing streak. You want to see your team win, lead your team to win before Donnie takes over again. So how sweet was this one for you today? Um, maybe your last game for now, at least as uh, we'll see what happens with Donnie's health, but uh, nice to get a win in here today. Absolutely. Happy flight day. So, so really <laughs> nice to get a win um, and, and get back to, to Miami. But um you know, again, I'm, I'm really proud of these players. Man. I can't tell you enough. And, I mean, I was excited to get the win. But the fact that they just played hard every single day, um, every single inning, and kept it going. You know, they played hard. They pitched hard. They were they were trying to win every game. We Obviously, you know, there weren't a lot of wins, but there was never any laying down. There was a lot of guys battling, grinding, grinding through everything. And it's nice to get a win on the last day and never quit. So, it's pretty cool to be a part of this. Daniel Alvarez.
3: Thank you, Jason. Jero, uh two, two parts. First, first with Sandy and the importance of, of the short memory because, because of what, was, what happened in, in Colorado and, and the tough start that, that he had. And we've seen him bouncing back from starts like that one uh, a couple times this year. So how important is that aspect of the game uh, You know, combined with the, with the mental part, knowing uh, what you got to do to, to come back and, and be strong mentally?
0: Yeah. It tells you, it tells you a lot about the player. Um, you know, it tells you a lot about him when, when you have a rough outing like that, the next one's a big one. You know, the next one is, can you bounce back? You know, are you going to be mentally tough to, to come right back and, and get after it and not let that phase you? Obviously he's shown us that he has the ability to do that. I mean, he showed that in a big way today. I mean, he went out there and, and you felt like right from the start, you know, and talking to Mel, it just felt like from the beginning that that he was going out there to dominate today. He was in a space where he wanted to come back and show hey, this is a big day for me. I think he knew it and he was focused and he, and he was committed to it. So, it, and then he went out there and did it. You know, Mel felt real good about him coming into this game and he went out there and showed exactly what we talked about. So, yeah, he deserves all the credit in the world. Not easy to do, but um, it tells you about the player and it tells you about the um, the mindset that this player has to, to succeed out there. Jordan, you have
3: another one? Yeah, hey, J. Brian Dela Cruz, two hits. He gets his first home run. Again, now that he's, been here a while and he's getting comfortable. Are you seeing a lot more from the approach from him at the plate?
0: Um, you know, it's, it's to be honest, I, I like what he does, right? I like I like the things he, the the, the tools he brings to the table, the way he plays the game. I want to watch him play a lot more. You know, I want to, I'm enjoying watching him, but I want to continue to watch him and, and see what he continues to do over time. So what I can tell you is I like what I see early on. I th- I like the tools. I like the way he's aggressive up there. He wants to attack, he wants to attack the ball. I want to see a lot more of a batch from him to, to be able to kind of make a, an official call on it, but you, you love where the player is. I like the, I like the energy. I like the way the player gets after it. Um, But I think it's unfair to the player, you know, to, to make a quick call on, on where you think he can be. But I, but I do love what I'm seeing so far, Jordan.
3: Specifically when you watch his at batch, what are you looking for?
0: Um, You know what you're looking for? Uh, number one, the aggressive, the aggressiveness in the player. I love to see players, that look like they're going up there to do damage. They want to attack the strike zone. He wants to attack the zone. And, and, and sometimes when you do that, you're going to swing at some pitches that may not be in the zone, but it's a lot easier to get a guy to go uh, to rev down than to rev him up. And, and this guy looks like he wants to attack the baseball and do damage. So I love that about what he does. I like his hands. His hands are really good. He's got a great set of hands. I mean, he can, and, and we saw that today. I mean, he's got good wrists where he can kind of flick his hands out there and drive the ball with and do some damage with the barrel. So the tools are there. Um, I love what he's doing. I just want to see him do it a little bit more um, and get a feel for his consistency over time. But love the tools and love love, love, the, love the way he comes to play every day and love the aggression. Uh, last one, Christina, real quick. We got Sandy here.
3: Yeah, j I just want to check on uh, Maggie. I guess he came out of the game. Is he okay? Or is that just because of the score?
0: Yeah, you know, Miggy's such a warrior. You try to give him a breather anytime you can, so he's doing fine. I just wanted to get him those last couple of innings there just to get him off his feet and, and kind of, you know, get him going. But there was nothing um, There's nothing injury-wise or nothing physically. It was just a matter of getting him out, you know, when you can get him a
1: break. Acting manager James Rousen following the Marlins' victory and blanking of the San Diego Padres yesterday. Marlins are off today back home in Miami before opening up a homestand and a three-game weekend set with the Cubbies tomorrow night at 7:10. Jesus Luzardo will make his third start as a Miami Marlin in front of his hometown family and friends. at the 7-10 first pitch, which means we are on the air pending any technical difficulties at 6:40 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope to find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.